Oh, come in, you're my first patient. My first day, you know. I've just become an osteopath. The first osteopath in the clinic. I'm very proud. I'm an osteopath. I'm a real nice osteopath. Um, what is an osteopath? Bones. Bones, oh, I can't see any bones. Oh, you've got some bones, have you? Yes, they're inside. Oh, well, let's have a look at them then. No. Uh, got any scissors or a razor blade? No. You're supposed to test my reflexes. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. Ah! Oh, Nothing wrong with your bones. No, you, t- you test them by tapping them with a hammer. Ooh, goody. <laughs> a hammer? A very little hammer. Great big hammer. A tiny little hammer. Enormous great mallet, like this one. No, no, that's not... Quite ah! oh, no. Now stick your elbow out. Oh, and your feet. Knees. Oh, what a pretty noise. Ow! Don't interrupt. All I want to hear is the crushing of bones. Wasn't that tuneful? Hold out your puny little shoulders. Oh, that's brought up a nasty bump. That's my head. So it is. Oh! And all together now. <laughs> yes, with a bone-shaking knockabout of the Angus Poon tune, or as it's called in Eurovision circles, ferret on a string. We bring you direct from their triumphant tour of Rock Hall, Tim Brooke Taylor, John Cleese, David Hatch, Joe Kendall, and Wee Willoughby. And for those of you who are none the wiser for that, here is the news read by John Otto Cleese. Oh, no! If I'm sorry, I'll read that again. Oh, yes! Are you there, Daphne Mulherin in Sydney? Yes, Kenneth. Phone me, I am. Are you there, Mervyn Pike Striker in New York? Why, yes, I'm here, William, and I'm hoping that why we're going to see some really why great play why here this afternoon. Why? Harvey Streberg, are you there with us in Amsterdam? We are here and waiting busily to be playing the game with you, Yotta. And Herman Tank, are you there in Alaska with your team? Well, uh, with Sydney, Alaska, New York, and Amsterdam on the line, and France, Sweden, Norway, Luxembourg, Japan, China, Burma, Jordan, and Buxton, Derbyshire waiting to join in, it's time for us to play Round the World Query. Hello! Each week we bring some well-known queries into the studio. (laughs) And give them the well-known answers. Yes, with the technological miracle of radio, we bring you another of our round-the-world link-ups and another pointless quiz game. But before we start to play, can we have the score, please, from Oslo? Are you there, Oslo? Yes, we are here. I'm being very, 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 very well, thank you. And the score so far at the beginning is, of course, the uh, rest of the world nil, Great Britain 40. Right. <laughs> well, with the score sheets nearly level, let's hear the rules from our mystery vice. Come in, mystery vice. And the rules, quite simply, are... Each week, Great Britain wins. Each week, Great Britain wins. Well, now we're ready to start, but before we do, let me say a word of thanks to all our technicians and the backroom bobbies here at the BBC who bring these people together from all parts of the world. Thank you, boys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And now, the first question for Amsterdam. Are you ready to take it, Amsterdam? Hello, testing. Hello. Hello, testing. Uh, Hello. 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 Testing. Well, uh, Amsterdam seems to have gone for a second, so uh, let's give the first question to London. Uh, London, will you identify, please, this sound? A plate of fish and chips frying. Well interrupted. Quite correct. 
And now it's your turn, rest of the world. Are you there, France? Mayday, mayday, quarter two, calling base. Uh, is that France? Please help. My engine's failing. Is that the base? Base, my Is that France? Failing. I'm sorry, my joystick's stuck. Get off the air. This is a quiz program. <laughs> Where are you coming down? In France. Well, will you ask France <laughs> how many eggs a mongoose lays? And whilst we're waiting, let's have another question for London. London, who or what is Apollo? Oh, oh, oh you put your HUD on Apollo when you go to Smipe. I see what you mean. Absolutely rightly snoot. <laughs> Come in, Sydney. Your turn. Hello, Sydney. Well, uh, New York, perhaps you can take it. Uh, New York? Oh, well, uh, perhaps we'd better have the next question for London. Have you quite ready here for a question? Oh, good. Who's that? Amsterdam? No, this is Germany. Germany? Yes, Germany. But you're not playing Germany. We are now. I'm sorry, but you can't play. Uh, come in Amsterdam. We have cut off Amsterdam. Are you quite ready here for a question, please? Look, look, you're not playing. You, you can't have Amsterdam back till we get our question. Come in Denmark. Oh, Denmark. <laughs> the only one, one sneaky little question. Just one? Yeah, just one. Okay. Who won the war? <laughs> Germany, beating France in 1870. Well, I'm sorry, you're wrong, wrong, wrong. It was Great Britain. And with that, can we have the final score, please, Oslo? Certainly. Uh, Great Britain, 60. Well, that's marvellous. Germany, 400. <laughs> was that you, Oslo? Uh, yes, it was us, Oslo. Well, anyway, there seems to be some mistake in the final score. Uh, no, there wasn't. We heard it quite clearly here in Germany, and we're all very delighted with our win. Uh, Germany, three cheers for the losers, Great Britain. Hip, hip. Uh, well, uh, we apologise for breaking your programme, and that brings us to the end of Round the World Link-Up, which the miracle of radio brings to you entirely live. Entirely live. Entirely live. <laughs> Um, I'd like to buy a stocking, a nylon stocking, uh, for a hold-up. Uh, if you if you could um, hold some up, uh, so that I could see them. Uh, stocking, sir, certainly. For your wife? Uh, no, for me. Pardon? Um, and her. For uh, me, uh, to give to her. Uh, what size, sir? Uh, what is what? What size are her legs? Whose legs? Your wife's legs. The stockings go on her legs. Uh, oh, the stockings, yes. What size? Um, my size. Your leg size? Uh, no, um, no, my head size. <laughs> I want the stockings as wide as my head. Um, my, my wife has wide legs. <laughs> well, I'll just run a bit of tape round your head. Uh, yes, uh, allow a little bit of slack for breathing. Breathing? Uh, yes, my wife's legs uh, breathe. <laughs> but rather a lot. Um, how much are they? Five shillings a pair, sir. Uh, well, I'll take one. One pair, sir. I know, one stocking. I'm sorry? Uh, I shall only need one. Um, uh, for my wife, you see, because um, um, she's only got one leg. <laughs> and the other one's um, a wooden leg. And, and she, she can't stand anything on it because it, uh, it spoils the wood. Uh, just one? Half a crown? Uh, two and sixpence from 40,000 pounds. Bit three. <laughs> um, no, I'll take two. Uh, the other one will come in handy in case it tears during the getaway. Um, oh, um, the chase with my wife. We, we, we chase each other a lot. And um, she gets away. Five shillings, please. Um, may I try it on? What? Uh, well, I'll just slip it on. If I, I, if I put it on my head uh, for size, you see, to see if it's wide enough for, for my wife's legs. Leg. Because my wife, um, uh, uh, Penelope, no, uh, Anne, Jane, Jane, likes a good fit. If you have only one leg, you do, you see, there. Um, 
Um, how do I look? Well, unusual. Um, could you tell it was me? No. Would you recognize me? Uh, just for example, uh, say in court. No. Uh, are you sure? Quite sure. Uh, well, in that case, I'm stealing them. Bye! <laughs> We often hear it said, indeed we do often hear it said, that people nowadays have forgotten how to laugh. Well, we're going to sing you some of the good old jokes, and if you recognise them, then join in, and let's hear you laugh along with them. Right, here we go. A one, two, three. Oh! No, no, but seriously, no. Oh, 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 no, no, but seriously, no. Oh, 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 no, no, but seriously, no. Oh, 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 no, no, but seriously, no. Here we go. My wife, she is so fat. Oh, his wife. She is so fat. <laughs> when she walks down the street, <laughs> when she walks down the street, she looks, she looks like crime. Like Dogs fighting in a sack. <laughs> no, no, but seriously, no. <laughs> no, no, but seriously, no. No, 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 I'm sorry I'll read that again, presents the latest in our series of tales from Shakespeare. In the first programme, we studied the ideas of the bard, then later we looked at his poetry. In fact, we went from bard to verse. <laughs> then, three weeks ago, we presented his historic drama. Then it was comic, and this week it's tragic. Believe me. <laughs> anyway, we now give you Othello, or... <laughs> the Moor of Venice. <laughs> and here he is... The Moor himself. How do lads? I am Othello. What was that? A Yorkshire Moor. No, no. No, 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 no. No. Ladies and gentlemen, the magnificent six and a half in Othello, the Moor the Merrier. Specially adapted for radio and renamed Gentian Sprunt Goes Mouse Pickling. Many years ago, there lived in Venice a young maiden, fair and chaste. Her name was Desdemona. She was called Desdemona because her father thought it more appropriate than Garfunkel. <laughs> Often Desdemona would stay out very late. Her father, a man of considerable years and an enormous nose, used to worry about it and about his daughter. So one night, realising Desdemona wasn't home, the old man got out of bed and went to her nurse's room. Amelia? Oh, are you asleep? Yes, I'm in bed. Oh, I'm coming in. Oh, goodly. <laughs> oh, Desdemona is not back yet. Oh, goodly, quick, then. Oh. Oh, where is she? You should know. You're her handmaiden. I've got her hand here. The rest of her is missing. <laughs> anyway, she's quite old enough to know what she's up to. Well, that's what I'm afraid of. Don't you realize Desdemona is looking for a man for excitement? You gave her enough, but these young men have something to offer which you haven't got. I certainly... Well, I wouldn't know about it anyway. You're a liar. Anyway, I must find Desdemona. Oh, all right. I'll ask my husband. He may know. Wake up, dear. Wake up, Yago. Do you know where Desdemona is? Desdemona, the lovely maiden whom I love and adore. Whom I know is even now with Othello the Moor, whom I despise. Oh, my poor baby, Amelia, stay here. Iago and I will go and find her. Adieu. 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 
Without further ado, they rushed out. <laughs> they rushed out into the main thoroughfare of Venice. <laughs> Fancio ran off Yago all over Venice. In and out of the bars, near houses, up and down dark alleys, through drinking cellars and boarding houses. Oh, wasn't that fun? Now well, let's look for Desdemona. So they continued their search until at last they came to Othello's house. The plot is thickening. And follow the joke. There was a soft light in his window and music playing. Let's, let's go in and even now we may catch them in the foul act. But in a flash, Brabantio drew a sword. Very good. Now draw a flower. <laughs> he roared at Othello. <laughs> Sir, you have ravished my daughter. I demand satisfaction. Really? Desdemona, stand aside and let me run him through. No, Father. I stand between your sword and him, and I shall not move. My love holds me here. And here. And here. And here. Oh, Daddy, Daddy, won't you say it's all right? It's wonderful, but not with him. Tomorrow, he shall... Tomorrow he shall go before the Grand Council, accused of abducting a minor. But I'm not a minor. I'm a short hand type. Is one more, one more like that, and you'll go too. He shall be hanged. No, no. So next morning they all went to see the Doge of Venice. Where are you going? Ah, uh, we're going to see a man about a Doge. <laughs> they found him in the council chamber. Sorry to keep you waiting. Now, what's happened? Um, my my daughter has been snatched away from me and her purity infringed. Who did it? Othello. Well done, Othello. <laughs> no, no, I forbid it. Now, we all know Desdemona is very desirable. Here, here. Anyone would love her. Here, here. Othello obviously does. Here, here. I've seen him kiss her on the... Where, where? Here, here. <laughs> and I think he must have her. Uh, will anyone say nay? That's enough, horseplay. But at that moment, at that moment, they were interrupted by the arrival of a messenger, hot foot from war. Oh, why? My feet are hot. Oh, I'm sorry, for sure I've come 3,000 miles to bring this heavy message to my lord. Across the raging sea and briny deep, across the fleecy foam and wintry waves, 3,000 miles of ocean I could hardly keep afloat. My lord, it was not easy. I didn't have a boat. Is there more? I can do Eskimo now. News. Oh. oh, yes, yes. <laughs> oh, 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 I bring a message from the governor of Cyprus. Well, what does he say? He says, ah, I fear I'm dying. Yes, yes, what else? He says, he says, oh, ah, eek, crumple, droop, drop, oh, eek. Oh, dear. My lord, look in his hand, the governor's message. What does it say? It says approximately, oh, ah, eek, crumple, droop, oh, ah, mm. This can only mean one thing. You mean? Yes. The governor, the governor is dead. Othello, you must take his post. There's three letters on the mantelpiece. <laughs> Tonight you sail to Cyprus with your bride. Iago, you must travel by his side. A pleasure, sir. I'll follow to be sure. But I'll not rest till I have slain the moon. <laughs> Some editors prefer to read more. Some editors prefer to read Beano or Topic of Cancer or anything else, like Teach Yourself Properly or Milk of a Madcap Moonbeam. So they sailed to Cyprus on a silver sea, and as they neared the shore, the people ran out to greet the boat. Hello, Hello. boat. 
When they saw Desdemona, they marveled at her beauty. Oh, what beauty? <laughs> Iago stood by, grinding his teeth. Nice and sharp. And plotting evil plots. Plot, plot, plot. Then suddenly he noticed the man in the shadow. Mm. I observe, sire, you have eyes for Desdemona. Mm, that's not all. Look, who are you? I am Iago, the varlet. Oh. I'm Cassio the Pansy. <laughs> well, Cassio, I think you and the maiden have much in common. Her cherry lips, her almond eyes, her rosy cheeks, they could all be yours. Mm, yes, but I haven't got her legs, now. <laughs> Don't worry, I fancy you. Have one. I'm... <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I'll read that again. Don't worry, I fancy you have won her respect. <laughs> tomorrow... Tomorrow... Tomorrow you must go round to Desdemona's for tea and try to touch her heart. Or if not her heart, do the best you can, whatever you can. Till then, till then, drink like me. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, we argue you're a brick. No, I'm just a little stone. But... And so next afternoon, Cassio went to it to woo Desdemona. Mm, to it to woo Desdemona. <laughs> Jolly unusual, an owl in the middle of the afternoon. <coughs> but listen, it's half thousand. <coughs> Amelia, go down and see who it is. Amelia tripped downstairs <coughs> and gently pushed open the door. <coughs> oh, I've come to see the loveliest maid in Cyprus, that Ooh. treasured nymph Ooh. of eyes who sparkle like a thousand stars. Ooh, this is so sudden. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I want Desdemona. Oh, well, it was fun while it lasted. She's upstairs taking tea. Will you come in for a bit? <laughs> oh, is it, Amelia? Is it a tall, dark, handsome lover? Oh, I'm so excited. Perhaps he's a fine nobleman with splendid clothes and gentle ways. Or perhaps he's a soldier, yes, with bulging muscles and proud eyes. Tall and strong and passionate and irresistible. Oh, I can see him now. Where, where? Oh, it's here. <laughs> Look, look at him, all dressed up. He's quite wonderful. Yes. You know, Cassia, you've got something most women would desire. You're not having my silk handbag. <laughs> oh, Cassio, kiss me. Mm. <laughs> it's the fellow and Iago back from work. Quick, hide behind the arrows. Oh. Oh, and Cassio, Cassio, my love. Take this little pink handkerchief. Mm, as a love token? No, your nose is gone. <laughs> What's been going on here? Iago Dumbin tell me that he saw a man coming up to your room. So I am undone. So is he? Where is he? Oh, please believe me. I was just practicing for you. Where is he? <laughs> What's that beneath that arras? Their shoes. And what are those above them? Knees. And what are those poking through? Hands. Hands, knees. Oh, ah, give me a sword. No, no. Right. Oh, one swine. Oh. oh. In his hand, a little pink hanky. It's not my hanky. Oh, I died. It's true. It's true. It's my handkerchief. You 
your handkerchief, your handkerchief. Yes, yes, I recognize it. I, I gave it to you. That little pink handkerchief with the purple roses and yellow fairies and the map of Buxton on it. Oh. He turned to leave, but Iago sprang forward. Uh. <laughs> Wait, Othello, isn't that something you've forgotten? Oh, yes. And so Othello strangled Desdemona. When he saw what he had done, Othello wept. A single tear, as pure as virgin crystal, tripped across his marble cheek. As twere a diamond or a bead of morning rain, another drops flowed on in gentle grief. <laughs> oh, I'm playing. Uh, what's that awful moment? Desdemona. Oh, there. <laughs> she done been unfaithful. It wasn't her fault. It was a plot devised by my wicked husband. Ha, 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 ha. I shall kill myself. I shall plunge a little jewel dagger into my wicked heart. But before I do it, there's one thing I must ask. Oh. Anybody got a little jewel dagger? Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, aye, oh. <laughs> It's not very sharp. <laughs> And so that ends our Shakespeare tale. So let's all go and have a nice light ale. <laughs> As the hypnotic effect of the Angus Prune experience seeps into your souls... I needn't tell you that you've been mesmerised for the last half hour by Tim Brooke Taylor, John Cleese, David Hatch, Joe Candle and Bilotti. The scripts were by Eric Idle and Bilotti, with songs by Bilotti, and the music was provided by that conjurer at the keyboard, Leon Cohen, who also did the arrangements. The Wonder Show was produced as usual by Wonder Boy Humphrey Barclay. That's Wonder as in Wonder Red Red Robin goes Bob 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 in the <laughs> And I wish I was dead. So, tune in to the Light Fantastic next week to hear John Otto Cleese announce the fastest show on earth.
You've been listening to Red Eye Theater. Listen again next week for another goon show, followed by, I'm sorry, I'll read that again, on 104 Chum FM.